0: Let's get educated. That's why we're here, to bring you the stories impacting K-12 classrooms and college campuses. It's time for a little education.
1: Welcome one and welcome all. I am Katie Patrick, joined by David Fiorazzo. Hello. (laughs)
2: Hello.
1: Hello. 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 Greetings. (laughs) In the name of diversity, equity, and inclusion, One Michigan University is set to host Five, count them, five separate graduations in addition to the normal ceremony, which everybody participates in. And it's just to make students feel special about their race and sexual identity. As if being at college doesn't take long enough. Now, if you want, you're going to sit through how many graduation ceremonies?
2: You heard that right. F- what? what? <sighs> five separate they're, you remember they're always but to, equal they're oh, trying wait, to no. divide people into groups yes pit people one against the other it's a marxist tactic the original being the oppressed and the oppressors but in this case just separate them into identity groups based on race sexual identity um, they're celebrating the school's diverse identities and cultures it's grand valley state university in michigan just a few miles west of Grand Rapids, now offering a graduation celebration for students who identify as Asian. So that's one. Black, that's two. Latino, A-X, whatever that is. That's oh,
1: re- Latino, Latina. Latinx. 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 Ah, yes, Native yes. Native
2: American, they've got their own ceremony. And, of course, the lavender. I used to like lavender.
1: Not anymore. Yeah,
2: the LGBTQIA ceremony. Uh, there they are. There they are. And there's the dates for these, the Asian graduates and the black graduation, the Latino, the lavender, yep. and the sign native up to Sign native up graduation. to go to them. What's so,
1: what's so fun about this is that. Fun? Yes. Uh, I say it's fun because we have this story uh, every single semester.
2: Do we? How we long have they been doing this, though? Too long. The separate graduation ceremonies? Too long
1: they've been having these, oh, these lavender gosh. graduations and all of this other stuff. What's so fun about this specific instance is we have uh, the Lavender graduation. And where is the Lavender graduation specifically being held on campus? Because okay. that's what makes it fun.
2: Okay, it's in the Pierre Marquette room of the Kirk- Kirkhoff no, Kirkhof Center. Now, the Pierre Marquette room appears to be named after Father Jacques Marquette, the 17th century French Jesuit missionary credited with founding, at least, Two Michigan cities, Sault Ste. Marie and St. Ignace, and spent much of his short life traveling around the Great Lakes region, evangelizing various Native American tribes to turn away from sin and toward the good news of the gospel. I like that guy.
1: So let's, let's have the lavender graduation ceremony be in that room. That makes perfect sense. Also, um, where are we having the Latino, Latin, Latina, Latin X ceremony? In Where's the that? in the Louis Armstrong room. But the Wait a minute. black student celebration <laughs> is not being held there.
2: Where's the I think
1: I feel like they forget where they should be putting um where they should oh, be having the celebration. But what's so yes. so fun here, it does say the lavender gradation. Um whoops. Did they? Whoopsies.
2: Gradation, You are gonna have a gradation. That. Well goodness. that makes
1: sense. But also if you identify as multiple because why wouldn't you you got to check those boxes for intersectionality you can participate in multiple ones because they're going to have them a little bit you know different so if you want to go on april 28th for instance from 11 to 1 to the latino a graduation <laughs> in the louis yeah, yeah, Theater, yeah. then just book it quickly across campus to wherever the fountain street church is for the black graduation <laughs> celebration because that's just going to be from one to three i mean if really you want to get your brunch and your lunch on at these graduation ceremonies, I'm sure there there will be hors d'oeuvres. Well, why with, wouldn't you? You with, can just kind of go to all of them, handshake, get a fake diploma, wear your old cap and gown.
2: Well, you're getting a little too, you know, picky about where these are held, because you know Father Jacques Marquette, the missionary who was preaching the gospel, you couldn't really have the LGBTQIA in the, <laughs> the Marquette room because i mean they'd be offended by being in there but that's
1: where it is being held that's what i'm
2: saying no not the, not the lavender one yes the, wait a minute the lavender oh my goodness yes you're right so that's interesting they're going to object watch that's going to change wait a minute who is there they're going to say who is this Marquette guy wait a minute he preached the gospel we don't want to we are opposed to the gospel anyway so but the uh, louis armstrong room why would they put the asian graduation
1: These people don't understand just how
2: You know who Louis Armstrong wasn't he a jazz
1: (laughs) um, one of the best trumpet players ever trumpet
2: players, right. Louis Armstrong.
1: I I can't do his voice, his deep voice, what a wonderful voice. voice.
2: Yeah, so I like what Matt Walsh of the Daily Wire noted, however, he said straight white people will enjoy no such identity based special celebration.
1: (laughs) And again I say, Where is my celebration? Why can't all the left handers get together? You did it.
2: Left-handed graduation, You that's right.
1: did it. You survived four years of having to sit in desks that were not made, made for, for right you. You did it. Not Taking white people, white right people. Taking notes on those <laughs> notebooks that are not made for you. You did it, I say. <laughs> Left-handed people, here's your diploma. And then they'll still hand it to you like right-handed. No! <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I feel a little, just slight uh, a diss because there's also no Italian graduation. And come on, I know there's Italians you in Michigan. You probably
1: would have it be held at the local Mexican restaurant. That's, I'm, that's what's gonna happen. So have your own right. celebration at Domino's. Would that work for you, Pizza uh, Hut?
2: No, that's Is not that Italian.
1: Caesars? Oh, it's not? You no, know,
2: and, and okay, I was gonna say a, a, a very well-known restaurant that some of you probably like. I'm not gonna say that, it's not Italian. But Ragu for, forget Ragu <laughs> that's funny, you got it. I know. Oh, oh my goodness. I don't know. And, and Ragu, it's like, what are they used to having in the can? Chef boy RD in the can growing up. Ew. That's like Ragu. Although to that's me.
1: that's neat, Sorry right? if I, I offended it. you, Ragu. If you would like to see David have to eat an entire <laughs> oh. menu challenge of Olive Garden, please there's so let good. us know by going to stayeducated.org. Okay. Leave your, your they question do have, comment about it. <laughs> And we, we will make it happen.
2: They do have some good food there. <laughs> just don't eat the red sauce if you're Italian. The moral, I'm warning you.
1: Yes, the moral of the story is we would rather talk about Olive Garden than talk about <laughs> these ceremonies, these graduation ceremonies that make okay. no sense and are just silly.
2: Okay, Just have yeah. the
1: graduation ceremony for just, all the students, geez. which is, I don't know, I, I would call that diverse and inclusive and pretty equitable to have every student yeah. there. <clears throat> Apparently, they would not.
2: Yeah. Well, you know what college campuses, they're bordering on already the ridiculous. And so here we go. Expect more to come. But still to come in a message quite shocking for our current climate. One university president says his school will never host a drag show on campus. However, many believe what he said next sends a mixed message. What's that about? That's coming up.
1: No drag, <laughs> no drag.
2: What a drag. What
1: a, No, good, this is a good drag. Oh, good. Dragging the line, but not dragging the line. All right, we are gonna have no drag at least at one university. In a message to students, faculty, and staff, the West Texas A&M University President, Walter Wendler, said that drag performances denigrate women mm and declared that the school will never host a drag performance on campus. So what provoked this statement from the president? Well, in an Instagram post earlier in the month, the WTAMU Spectrum, and that's in quotes, Spectrum organization, student organization advertised a drag event, noting that Spectrum is working with First Gen and other orgs on campus to produce a fool's drag race, coming soon. And so then Wendler was like, nope. However, here's where we get some mixed messaging coming from the president. All right. He condemned the drag in his message, and we can read about that. But he also suggested that people send money to the Trevor Project, which is an organization that the drag show had been slated to benefit. So some people are like, well, you're telling people, hey, we're not going to have a drag show, but then you're saying you should donate to this project my perspective on interpreting what he's saying is that he's trying to support the sinner not the sin he's trying to support the people who are affected, who are part of lgbt to try and help what they need so it's not suicide like instead of taking that step to suicide that they get the help they need so they don't do that that's i think the generous outlook on it the opposite would be like why why don't you just have the Drake show then if you're still going to support the Trevor Project or encourage people to?
2: So one article says this one the Trevor Project is a nonprofit focusing on suicide prevention, a noble cause in the LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. So um that's yeah, obviously any kind of suicide prevention is a good cause but when you kind of single it out like that and just say okay let's just really try to help this group i'm that's
1: yeah so what he's trying (laughs) i think what he's trying to do is saying like help the sinner not the sin like he's trying to make it so we're not going to actually have a drake show on campus but we are going to help people so that they don't take that stuff for suicide now regarding the actual like having drag show on campus he wrote as a performance exaggerating aspects of womanhood sexuality femininity gender drag shows stereotype women in cartoon-like extremes for the amusement of others and discriminate against womanhood any event which diminishes an individual or group through such representation is wrong yes fact check true thank you thank you thank you for stating such he went on Drake shows are derisive, divisive, and demoralizing misogyny no matter the stated intent. Such conduct runs counter to the purpose of uh, the university. A person or group should not attempt to elevate itself or a cause by mocking another person or group. As a university president, I would not support blackface performances on our campus, even if told the performance is a form of free speech or intended as humor. Justin Trudeau will not be invited, sadly, to that university. (laughs) Actually, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> um, it is wrong. I do not support any show performance or artistic expression which denigrates others. In this case, women, for any reason, he said.
2: G- can we th- talk about that? I-, I like that he said that it does denigrate women. But so how on earth, with half the population being female, has this become so accepted and celebrated? It it denigrates women. I mean, it's making it's sexualizing men dressed up in a perverse way sometimes and in other cases a demonic way with horns and weird eye makeup and all this stuff.
1: Nope it, it's true and he even goes on and says that he says a harmless drag show not possible. I will not appear to condone the diminishment of any group at the expense of impertinent gestures toward another group <laughs> for any reason even when the law of the land appears to require it. So this is Good what for he, him. It, it's it it's pure logical sense of what he's saying here and yet most people all they see is how dare you how dare you Greta Thunberg go and offend these men who like to caricature stereotype I would guess a cultural appropriate my gender but that's okay in the eyes of these people Wendler is coming out and being like it's not okay at least on our campus though so move on move on of course there was a Petition that was launched on change.org, as there always is, yep. and you find people not at all from the university, but people around the world who are like, Yeah, I support it. So it makes it look like, Oh, he's in the wrong. Because look at all the support they've gotten right. from the internet people.
2: So, Katie, how would you respond to Spectrum pushing back and saying that drag is a celebration of femininity? So, <laughs> a celebration of queerness, gender acceptance, a celebration of love. I don't know, a drag queen, a guy in a. Anyway, so. But femininity—that's what they Drag not. is a celebration of the female.
1: This is such a lie. It's like Dylan Mulvaney saying he celebrates femininity. It's—it's it's a farce. These people have mental illness, and they are using women and what, who women truly are, and they're just making all the stereotype caricatures out of them. Yep. And it's anyway. The best part of this whole one, though, for me, is that the group spectrum requested that Wendler reinstate the drag performance, apologize, and then step down. Uh from his role as university president. Yeah, how do, he should do all of that. I bet I bet he will cow to their demands.
2: And that's another reminder that they don't just disagree with you. You cannot just agree to disagree and move on with your life and as they say live and let live. They want your head. They want your job. We just we disagree with you. You're being hateful and intolerant. You shouldn't even work there. You shouldn't be able to support your family. You shouldn't have a job. This is amazing. this is what the left does.
1: Yep or deppers is that they do. (laughs) And now, speaking of being female, mounting studies show more than half of teen girls are depressed, while roughly the same amount of young white women have been diagnosed with mental illness. What? So here's the question. What's driving this? We're gonna talk about it next.
0: Today's show is sponsored by our friends at MyPillow. Save up to 66% on pristine quality bedding, towels, slippers, signature pillows, and much more when you use the code EDUCATED. That's E-D-U-C-A-T-E-D, EDUCATED. Support this show and a great American company.
1: Well, shocking, shocking, I say, but not at all surprised. We have a new poll that was conducted by Pew Research, and it found that 56% of liberal white women, all right, liberal white women, have been diagnosed by a doctor. So doctor specifically is being giving this diagnosis. They've been diagnosed with a mental health condition compared to just 27% of their conservative counterparts. Now, I look at that statistic, they're 27% and 56%, and I say, what is happening just in general to our young women, white women, I guess, young white women, what is is going on? Oh, I wonder if they have mental illness thanks to all the men who are invading their space. But anyway. (laughs)
2: That's part um, of it.
1: But 56% of liberal white women, in case you can't do math, that's over half, everyone. If you take a look overall at the statistics, the question that was asked of them was, has a doctor or other healthcare provider ever told you that you have a mental health condition? So let's also think about how it's a doctor, not, do you identify as having a mental health? No, at least a doctor, someone who should have a doctorate, doctor degree, uh, should be an expert in the field, has asked you this question and, or told you that you do. And this is the number of yes, white liberal, versus white conservative. We have males and females. As you can see, overall, statistically, the males are way less. Overall. And the other trend that you easily notice is that the older you get, the less mental illness that you have. David, how I- <laughs>
2: Interesting. So you're I, saying some people might grow out of it.
1: Or, or just haven't had to deal with all the social media and all the nonsense <clears throat> in the education system. Well, I think it's, as the rest of it's interesting
2: that um, if you compare Uh, White liberal to white conservative, Mm 56.3 for the liberals to 27 um, with white conservatives. I I just think that's interesting there, that observation. Why would they be more, I don't know, hopeless, depressed?
1: I don't know, David. It's almost like they don't have... Anything better in in life, something to aspire to? They don't know God? I I mean, you said it, not me. Um, Part of it. What's interesting, too, is when you have this study, let's compare it to another study that was just released, too, by the CDC. There was a recent CDC study, which we talked about, that found 57% of U.S. teen girls felt persistently sad and hopeless in 2021. And 30% of teen girls Seriously considered attempting suicide. Let's take a look at uh, some news on that. The CDC is out with a disturbing new report today on teenage mental health that finds teen girls are experiencing record high levels of violent sadness, and suicide risk. 57% of U.S. teen girls say they felt persistently sad or hopeless in 2021. That is double the number for boys. It's also a nearly 60% increase and the highest level reported for girls over the past decade. Let's take a look at some of the numbers. According to this new CDC report, uh, 30% of teen girls said that they had seriously um, considered uh, suicide, dying by suicide. That's up by nearly 60 percent over the past decade. 18 percent said that they had experienced some kind of sexual violence. That's up by 20 percent since 2017. And shockingly, 14 percent of our young women said that they had been raped. That's more than one in ten young women that we know. Now the CDC really just suggesting that schools increase programs like sex ed to try to help um, address some of these issues and advice for parents you know talk to your kids normalize conversations about mental health early and often wait wait, that's a solution really did you hear that yeah i heard it. the solution david i mean it's uh, clearly msnbc well they know all things the solution to all this more sexualization in schools. That's right. Have that the, the, g- would solve it. Have the government. solve it. Yeah. Have the, government, yeah, oh.
2: have the government and leftist teachers teach them more on sexualization. This is, you know what though? Do, do you hear this evaluated or analyzed enough out there in an honest way when you've got record numbers of teen girls, young girls, feeling hopeless? And or depressed to the point that they don't want to live anymore. W- you know, what would my great grandparents say? You, you. You know, it's, times have changed, but what else has changed? What else are they being told to believe?
1: Ooh, ooh, Go ahead, Katie. Ooh, ooh. How about we do another study? We don't take a poll, we do an actual little study where we take the phones away from these girls. Oh,
2: that too? For
1: one month. So they can't be. On TikTok, comparing and on themselves to other social girls, social media, Instagrams, comparing yeah. themselves and being told comments by the internet folk of yep. "You look so great," "Oh, you don't look Jeez. so good," "Oh, you should just kill yourself," because those are the comments that are getting put out there. The cyberbullying and the comparison <laughs> is off the charts. Now, went back in my day, yes, I would get Teen Magazine and look through it and be like, "Oh, wow, that girl's wearing that," and luckily I didn't care about what other girls were wearing and I went for comfort always and forever. But I was of only the first wave feminism where I believe, yes, women have the right to vote. After that, <clears throat> treat me the same as anybody else. But the feminist movement has absolutely yep. destroyed all females. Yeah. Because it's, it's, raise your hand if you have ever worked in a workplace with females and how the cattiness and the bullying and the comparison and everything else that goes on. Now apply that to your own daughters and what's happening in schools and what that makes them feel. And now it's not just in the schools itself. Again, the cyberbullying, yeah. the the creepy internet people coming in and making the comments. And you wonder why three in 10 teen girls have considered, you know what? It's not worth it. I'll just ended
2: but think of the uh, what's that the, the the women's march or the code the pink the women's yeah the women's march think about this ideology that's being pushed on all women now i want to quote lily hayes who writes over at louder with crowder and she said surveys show the happiest women are married religious conservatives as a woman myself i can testify that it's not natural for women to follow the femi the femi nazi path what are you laughing at
1: it's me. It, 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 she, I like what she's saying.
2: You you like that? Yeah. It goes against every inherent female instinct, and it makes you miserable. The fem the feminazi path she the says.
1: Femi- <laughs> That's what they are. Anyway, I like what she has to say. That's all I'm saying. All right. Well. huh.
2: Let's, oh, because you're married, religious, and conservative. I'm you just, fit I'm in so the happy things. group.
1: I'm so Katie's happy. Katie's in the happy group. You know what I am happy about? We're about to get to the Babylon Bee headlines. We're going to discuss that coming up next.
0: If you have a smartphone, tablet, Roku, or Apple TV, consider downloading the Freedom Project Media app. It's 100% free and includes all of our weekly shows, plus lecture series, archive programs, and award-winning animated videos for families like the Presidential Minute, Battles of America, and Heroes of the West. Don't rely on the social media giants to keep you informed. Simply download the Freedom Project media app from your app store and allow notifications. And we'll let you know when a new video is ready.
2: All right. Before we wrap, you guys guys don't, don't even know what goes on during the breaks, but that's why we don't have webcams in here, and we're just filming this. Let's take a look at everyone's favorite satire site, The Babylon Bee. Here are this week's top five Babylon Bee headlines. All right, we picked our favorite headlines, and Katie has not heard them or seen them, and we will now decide which one should be named Queen of the Hive. We start with... Striking Los Angeles teachers threaten to return to classrooms if demands not met. Next, Trump to be indicted for removing mattress tag in 1997. Uh Uh-oh. Next, law enforcement desperately searching for handcuffs big enough to fit Trump's very massive, (laughs) large hands. Next, 4-D chess. Trump reveals he preemptively pardoned himself before leaving office. And finally, conservatives can't define woke shouts leftist who can't define man or woman
1: it's true katie I mean, they're solid this i think week, there are two of them that i think i, I think like. the best to sum up is trump in his hands his he's got the massive large hands they're huge they're the best they're everything those hands and uh i don't think he's going to do a perp walk if he does get arrested but i think some people would like to see do they have handcuffs big enough for those massively huge hands
2: i'm surprised by that really? response yeah I, I like the one uh striking los angeles oh, teachers yeah. well, threatened to return to classroom <laughs> if demand's not met because my point about that teacher strike or the, the teacher strike or the employees of the uh public school unions um they're threatening to come back to the classroom I, I i like that idea because i think they the kids are better off without being in the classrooms my two cents
1: well and that's the sad truth is like babylon b knows like hey it would they would actually be better if the kids didn't have to go into the classroom but they get there it. we are they get it over they at the b
2: don't they all right that's going to wrap up our top headlines of the week more satire next time
1: okay well if you you're just sitting there and you're like you know what I'm a huge fan of this show. Really? Yeah, I'm just like a big fan. Wow. So when you decide that and you know it and you understand it, then you please like, comment, and share this video if you're on the social medias right now. Now for David and myself, thank you for watching, thank you for listening, and thank you for supporting this show. Until next time, stay educated.
0: Educated is directed and produced by Mike Menzel, hosted by Katie Petrick and David Fiorazzo. Makeup and hair by Katie Scholl. Graphics designed by Dan Kaler. Educated is owned by Freedom Project Media. See other shows and content at freedomproject.com or download the Freedom Project Media app. Copyright 2023.